Hey everyone, you're listening to a Seneca podcast. Make sure you check the link in the description to see all of our free online courses. Enjoy this episode. When an individual is infected by a pathogen for the first time, a primary immune response takes place. The primary response is slow because it takes time for the antigens to be detected and the specific plasma cells to be activated. In the primary immune response, the individual is likely to show the symptoms of the pathogen, as it has time to cause harm to the individual before it is removed by the immune system. T-cells and B-cells can produce memory cells after an infection. Memory cells remain in the body after the infection has been removed. If the individual is infected again, there will be a much quicker response to the antigens. When an individual is infected by a pathogen for the second time, a secondary immune response takes place that is rapid, because of the presence of memory cells in the body. The memory cells can quickly identify the antigens and produce the correct antibodies. The secondary immune response is also stronger than the primary immune response as more plasma cells can be produced more quickly. In the secondary immune response, the individual is unlikely to show the symptoms of the pathogen. The pathogen is removed by the immune system before it has time to cause harm. The individual is said to be immune. Vaccines help the immune system recognize and destroy pathogens. Vaccines insert the antigens for a specific disease into the individual. The antigens can be inserted by injection or oral insertion, though oral vaccinations may be broken down in the stomach. The presence of antigens in the body induces the primary immune response. The antigens are inserted as a dead or weakened pathogen so the vaccine does not give rise to a full-scale infection with symptoms. The primary immune response produces memory cells that provide immunity. If the individual is infected by a living pathogen, the memory cells will be ready to induce a fast, strong secondary response. Booster vaccinations can be given over time to make sure the memory cells are still in the body. Some vaccinations are continuously being changed because the antigens are evolving at a very rapid rate. Pathogens evolve to avoid detection by the immune system, which makes vaccines useless. Pathogens with a high mutation rate like influenza and HIV are the most difficult to vaccinate against. Herd immunity is the concept that if enough people in a population have immunity against a disease, the entire population are less likely to be infected. Herd immunity works if a large proportion of the population is vaccinated against a disease. If most of the population are immune, the chance of someone without immunity coming into contact with the disease is reduced. Herd immunity is the basis of wide-scale vaccination programs. If the disease is highly contagious, over 90% of the population must be vaccinated. If the disease is less contagious, over 80% of the population must be vaccinated. Herd immunity offers protection for the most vulnerable people in a population. Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies!